Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of Tell Podcast Do Us Part. Uh, you're here today with CJ Ponzo and my lovely co-host, my wife, Kofi Ponzo. You want to say hi? Hi. We're excited to get this thing started. Uh, basically, on our first episode today, it's called We're the Ponzos. What we're going to do is talk to you guys a little bit about ourselves. I'm sure most of you already know us. Some of you will get to know us and love us, uh, maybe even hate us, but... <laughs> Before we really jump into this thing, I want to take a minute to give a special shout out to my man, David Watts, a.k.a. Mr. Dizzle, for the intro. I know you heard that banger when we came in. <laughs> Straight fire. So uh, he, he put that intro together for us in short short notice. Uh, we appreciate him for that. So show some love to uh, Big Dizzle. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Kofi, you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? Uh, so... You guys, most of you already know me. My name is Kofi. Um, so I just want to let you all know that super excited about, you know, doing this whole thing. And I am a little nervous. I hate talking on a microphone. <laughs> um, but um, I really just can't wait to see, you know, what the future holds with all this. So um, as most of you know, I'm pretty much an open book. Um, if you ever have any questions, feel free to ask, message the page post on the the page the you know whatever post it ask it um i'll pretty much tell you anything you need to know um i'm honest i'm real i'm open um so please if you guys ever have anything just you know let me know um i have no filter as most of you know as well (laughs) um that's a blessing and a curse uh, at the same time um totally in love with my family we have three pretty awesome kids that most of you already know and you all pretty much uh, hear about at some time or another, I'm sure. So, yeah. So I am CJ Ponzo, and obviously a father of three kids as well. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that they're as awesome as she made them sound, but I do love them regardless. Um, Shut up, they're cool. <laughs> we are small business owners, so that's pretty much what we do for a living. I'm a creative director, uh, graphic designer, and Kofi helps me in the office as well as taking care of those awesome children and their virtual learning. Everything's a little, little hectic right now. Um, I guess to get a little more into myself and maybe you can think of some things for you as well, but, uh, I love sports. Uh, my coach, I'm, I'm big into music. Um, I would say I'm pretty opinionated, Mm. somewhat an open book. I'm not as, I don't know. I like my space a little bit more than Maybe Kofi does. Um, <laughs> sometimes people can mistake my personality for that of an asshole. Um, but, you know, I try and be honest and straightforward with people and give them the true CJ, for better or for worse, and kind of deal with the consequences of that. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But I think <laughs> you, guys will, you guys will get to see and hear... Um, a lot of stories, a lot of conversations, a lot of opinions to kind of get to know us a little bit better if you don't already. Um, but let's take a few minutes and talk about the show and what you can kind of expect with the show. So uh, our friends have been telling us for years and years and years that you two need to have your own show. I would love to watch a show with you two. <laughs> and the reason they say that is not necessarily because we have this beautiful, uh, perfect, happy family um but that honesty and those opinions come out in a raw form pretty much every day so we bicker a little bit uh maybe we don't always say the sweetest things 
all the time, but I think our love is pretty pure and can't be matched in a lot of cases. We just tend to be a little unapologetic uh, in some ways. So we're here to <coughs> bring that to you guys, and hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Um, basically what we're going to do each episode, we're going to do an episode each week. We're going to talk about three or four main areas. We're going to talk about love and marriage. We're going to talk about intimacy. Uh, we're going to talk about parenthood and just life in general. Uh, and then through that, you'll have conversations with us. We'll also have some awesome guests. Uh, most of them will be friends of ours. Some of them may be professionals in specific fields, whoever we can get on here. Um, so if you guys are interested in coming on the show, be sure to respond on social media and let us know. Um, you can follow us on all the social media platforms except for Twitter at Tell Podcast Do Us Part. And then on Twitter, you can follow us on Tell Podcast Show is the handle. Um, website is tellpodcastdoespart.com. And then the email is tellpodcastdoespart at gmail.com. So interact with us throughout the week. We're going to definitely uh, tease upcoming shows and things like that, ask questions about topics, look out for people who want to come on the show, share their opinions. Uh, you can come in person and sit in the lovely boom boom room with us where we're hosting our <laughs> show. That's just our basement. That's a little fancy fancy uh, name for our basement. You can come here and join us, uh, or you can also just join us by phone. So we're set up. We can give you a call, bring you on the show. Um, but either way, we look forward to having some awesome guests on here and talking about some really uh, deep topics. Um, and pretty much nothing is off the table. We're going to talk about things that maybe aren't comfortable at all times. Maybe everybody doesn't want to talk about, um, but we're going to talk about them and we're going to get both sides of it. And sometimes we'll agree and sometimes we'll disagree and, um, you know, we'll let it, we'll work it out with you guys in our social media platforms to see what you think. So I will say um, we do have to list this podcast as explicit on iTunes and other platforms because we are going to use profanity on occasion. We are going to talk about topics that you don't want your little ones talking to. So this is not, the podcast to listen to while you're on your way to soccer practice keep that in mind Lindsay, because you're the only person i know that's always going to soccer <laughs> practice shout out to Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i mean it is going to be pure and what it is and unfiltered and we're not going to do a bunch of editing so um it will be explicit we will kind of tip you off at the beginning of shows and just kind of let you know like hey this one's going to be a hot one um keep those little ears away and things like that but uh it should be great so to get started with our first episode, what we're going to do is we're just going to play a little game of 10 questions. And so what we've done is put together a list of um, about 50 questions pertaining to uh, getting to know each other, our childhoods and how we were raised, uh, parenting, as well as intimacy and our relationship. And so we've each picked two questions for this segment that we're going to ask each other for each topic. Um, Kofi doesn't know my questions. I don't know her questions. So, um, whatever comes out <laughs> is going to be our first time here. Yeah. Which let me like, just real quick say that I'm super nervous about that because I hate, literally hate being asked questions and not knowing the answer to, um, like right off the top of my head. So it's been like killing me all day knowing that he's been like picking these little questions and I'm going to be put on the spot to answer them. So but that's the beauty of the show, right? We're going to give it to you straight. Yeah, but some raw. of these questions, like, I can't even answer you, like, <laughs> like in real life. Like, I don't know how. Like, I was like, man, he's going to pick this stupid question. I already know. Put me on the spot. 
but whatever. And let me, you you did a really good job explaining all that, babe. I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I try to be. Also, the last thing I'll say is I like to talk a lot. So if you guys haven't noticed, this is another avenue for me to talk and talk to some great people and get some great opinions. Uh, you know, I don't want to do it on social media, on my personal page as much because people looking at me crazy. Um, but you know, I do like to talk. Kofi likes to talk to other people, maybe not me as much. Um, but we're also using this as a way for us to communicate with each other and talk about things that maybe we don't talk to each other about. Cause a lot of times we just text back and forth when we're in the same room. So <laughs> <laughs> this will give us an opportunity to talk to each other. So. With that being said, would you like to ask the questions first, the first two questions, or do you want to be asked? The no, I'll first? start, because I feel like you've been talking this whole time, so it'll give me some All right. some room to talk. Okay, so the first category is getting to know you game. Um, it's kind of just like a bunch of random questions, but um, I picked a couple. So the first one would be, what characteristics do you find least attractive in another person? Which uh, I already know some of these, but other people may not, so characteristics that i find least attractive in another person now are we talking physically or so let's do both okay okay so i don't oh man i don't really know physically but i will say uh i don't really find incompetence to be attractive i'm very uh you know like the ditzy blonde <laughs> not to stereotype blondes but just ditzy women <laughs> oh, in general um, I'm not the one for that. I don't think I don't find that to be attractive. Um, I absolutely despise smoking. Mm -hmm. You know that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I could see a stunning woman, um, talking a 10 out of a 10 and a cigarette will drop her down to a two real fast with me. So not a fan of that. Um, what else personality wise? Uh, this is going to sound funny, but jealous. I'm not usually attracted to anyone with a lot of jealousy, but... Uh, we'll mm, Y'all, that's the first ref. <laughs> we, may not, we may not be compatible together after all. But, um, you know, some of those things we bring on ourselves. So, uh, <laughs> I, and then physically, I don't really know. I like a wide range of things. There's, there's nothing. Um, I mean, you got to have good hygiene. You got to have good teeth. A good smile is nice, um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, as long as you have good hygiene and you're presentable and you can have a conversation, uh, I think I'm okay. All right. Final answer? Final answer. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. Do you believe in afterlife? Do I believe in afterlife? You've been watching too much evil. <laughs> It's because we've been watching evil. She actually asked me last night in bed if I if I believed in uh, ghosts and well demons and no possession and like exorcism and stuff like that. Like, do you believe it's really real or like do you believe some of the things that they like put on TV and you know like the movies with the exorcisms and stuff in it? Like, do you believe that stuff really happened or do you think it's all well, a show to make movies and scare well, people? Let's stay on topic here and talk about afterlife. Um, do. I mean, I believe that your soul uh, carries on and, you know, uh, in one way or another, hopefully for the better and not mm -hmm. the worse. Um, do I believe in like reincarnation and 
or, you know, I'm going to turn into a, a, a lion in my next life or because I would definitely be a lion. Think about it um, or anything like that. No, not so much. Um, but yes, I believe that there is something in life after uh, this this death. life that we know. And yeah, after death. So um, do I know what it looks like? No, I know what it's supposed to look like. I know what I hear that it looks like from different people at different religions. However, um, we are not very religious so to speak um so i won't pretend to be but generally i do yeah believe in afterlife nice your turn you ready <laughs> no you've been sweating this thing out all day i'm gonna start with a good one too oh god okay go right to the core here so if you could change one thing about yourself what would it be physically mentally emotionally mm. Um, that would probably be my will to forgive. I don't have a very strong will to forgive and I wish that I did because, you know, people say, oh, you're so much happier when you forgive people or when you give forgive things. And, um, maybe it's just that I don't know how exactly to do that. Um, I'm not sure, but I'm not a forgiving person at all. You are very petty. I hold grudges, and I am. And I don't mean to be. It's just, I don't know. I just, I'm spiteful, I guess. And I think that would be, definitely be one thing I would change, would be that I'm not a forgiving person. And that I wish, I do sometimes, I really do wish that I, I was a forgiving person. And I feel like with some things, I am, um, kind of. Um <laughs> But like most things, I'm not, and I do wish that I were different in that aspect. So I do want to try to change that, and I'll work on it in my own way over time, maybe when I'm like 50. I don't know. Well, you've, <laughs> I, I mean, you've basically answered my second question. Oh, snap. Because my second question was, do you consider yourself to be a forgiving person? Well, no, I do not. <laughs> well, we agree there, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I already had what I thought was an opinion on it, but I wanted to hear it from, from your mouth. Yes. Yeah, I'm not. I, I was, I think, maybe a long time ago. Um, but I feel like I, I'm definitely not anymore. <laughs> well, to play devil's advocate, you obviously are a little forgiving because you've forgave me plenty of times in life. So We'll see. Maybe... Maybe it's certain people that I can't... for Or certain situations. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe the ones you love, maybe. Yeah. Okay, well, there we go. You've answered two questions in one, so I guess we're we're back to you. All right, um, so this is going to be going into our second category. Um, so it's questions about your childhood and family life. Um, so my question is, um, what is the first family vacation you remember taking? First family vacation. Oh, boy. Um... I don't know that I can remember a first, but uh, I will say the same one pretty much stands out in my head all the time, and that's because my father, who I love to death, and is a is a rather um, budgeting man per se. So you know, we <laughs> didn't do the whole let's all pile into the car and drive somewhere for a family vacation. We didn't fly anywhere really. Um, our vacations basically looked like. Ocean City every year, um, <laughs> Maryland, not New Jersey, um, <laughs> and Six Flags. 
And so we went to Six Flags every single summer that I can remember until he figured out that Donny Park was a better budget because you, you're a better deal because you get two parks for one, the price <laughs> of one, uh, when you go to Donny Park. So once he found Donny Park, we went there every year for like four or five more years. So um, that's where I remember my family vacations. I remember being in amusement parks and I remember being spoiled and uh, whining until I got what I wanted. And I remember a couple of times getting smacked up. Um, because I wouldn't stop whining, <laughs> and there is a picture. There's a picture of me sitting on a bench, um, crying pouting. somewhere. Yeah, pouting. <laughs> and my mom, my mom looks hot. My mom's like, not to say that my mom is hot, but <laughs> my mom's like young and got this like Madonna thing going. And my dad's got like a little army, like fatigue green, button up shirt with a with a bandana on, looking oh, real man, real opposite of what he is. <laughs> Um, but I do distinctly remember one time, um, and I think, it, yeah, I, I want to say it was at Six Flags, and I was terrified of roller coasters, sort of like your oldest son. I was about to say Jaden. Yeah, and um, <laughs> my mom made me get on a roller coaster with her, and if I'm not mistaken, it was like the Batman roller coaster at Six Flags, I do believe. Um, and I, I don't think I was really tall enough. Um, she kind of like rounded me up. When I when I sat in the thing, mm, mm, um, but I got mm. on the roller coaster with her and I loved it, and I've been riding them ever since. So there is a memory that I do remember, and um, we did go to Williamsburg once to Bush Gardens, and I almost drowned. Oh my! Because I couldn't swim. <laughs> Typical black stereotype, right? Couldn't swim. For those of you, who is don't that why know it us, always looks like you're panicking when you go into water and come out? Oh yeah, I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified. I got pulled out by a big lady that didn't know us um but uh we are an interracial couple in case you guys didn't know that i don't think we talked about that in the beginning but i am mixed i'm white and black and kofi's about as caucasian as they come uh would that be a southern or a midwestern gal i don't know she's from illinois um and i'm from elkton my whole life so anyway just thought i should add that out that i can't really swim all that great i kind of fit the stereotype there What's your, uh, you got another question for me over there? Yeah. I'm glad um, you're amused by my near drowning. <laughs> it just makes so much sense now. Like, why didn't I know that you almost drowned? Because literally, like, every time that I've been swimming with you and you, like, go underwater and you come back up, you, like, you legit look panicked <laughs> in some sort of There's way. nothing for me under the sea. <laughs> So it's just hilarious to me because I didn't know that, and now it all makes sense. That's great. All right. I can amuse you. (laughs) Uh, What would your child self think of your adult self if they were to meet? Listen, (laughs) um, I'm an excellent role model, right? Like, (laughs) maybe not, you know all the time but i think i would the young me would be impressed with the older me because i was kind of a handful um i don't know i didn't get into a lot of trouble or anything like that but i was definitely mouthy which i still am got suspended from school a lot got in a lot of trouble in school so you know i i talked to a lot of people a lot of teachers and stuff i had when i was younger and they're always like 
like when I when we worked at North, they were always surprised that I worked with kids and surprised that I coach. Um, so I think I would be, yeah, I would I would be impressed. I'm pretty good with young children. I think I'd be able to uh, finesse it <laughs> with myself. Um, but no pun intended. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I'd be a little upset that I'm not rich. <laughs> I mean, I knew I was going to be rich. Right? Don't we all? Everybody thinks they're going to be rich when they're younger. I was certain I was going to mm-hmm. be rich at all costs. 50 cent, like get rich or die trying type shit. So, you still have plenty of years to go. You might get rich one day. Yeah, if you stop spending my money. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I would, I, I would feel pretty good about where I am as a father and a husband and the life that we live and the things we're into. Um but I'd be disappointed in the money. Yeah, I agree. Not that money's <laughs> I can everything, get with you on that one. You're young, you know. <laughs> money is everything. That's it, right? Yep, your turn. It's my turn. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about your childhood a little bit and your family. Oh, Lord. Uh, what was your Y'all relationship with your parents like growing up? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, they might be listening. I know. I've literally been told, like, I could write a whole book about my childhood, so... Um, so we lived with my mom growing up, um, until we were about 10. We lived in Illinois. I was born in Springfield, Illinois, um, raised in Springfield, Chatham, Beardstown with my mom. Um, my dad was These people don't know where that is. It's in Illinois. It's very, (laughs) very country, very small. Um, uh. So, yeah, I lived with my mom, um, visited my dad every other weekend, sometimes once a month, maybe no times a month. Uh, (laughs) Didn't really get to visit my dad all that much. Um, Let's just say I didn't really get to know my dad much until we were a little bit older. Um, I always loved my dad. I always wanted to be with my dad. There were just certain... um, things holding us back from that whole aspect of a divorced family. Um, When we were 10, my mom moved us to Louisiana. Um, So that was a big change. Um, From there, just kind of moved around a lot, still with my mom. Um, Until I was about 15, we started to not get along very well, my mother and I. And I moved with my stepfather and his two children to Florida with a boyfriend that I had at the time. Um, Lived there for a little while. Stepdad took my mom back. It got chaotic. Ended up hopping on a bus. Moved back to Maryland when I was 17. Um, When I turned 17. So uh, stayed with a friend, got a job, kind of helped out from there, and then kind of started my life here. So... My relationship with my mom has been kind of like off and on my whole life, I guess. Um, My dad, kind of same thing, like when I, you know, kind of moved out on my, like we we started becoming a little closer when I, as I got older, like I mentioned. Um, um, I do love, I love both my parents. I have a good relationship with both my parents now. Um, I believe things are getting better with my dad. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's so, always, uh, you and your dad seem 
super close, even though he's still in Illinois and you're, you know, you're here in Maryland, but you two, since I've been around, you two have always seemed to have a, a good relationship and, and you've gotten closer over the years. I don't think there's a question with that. But. Right, right. So when I moved out here, um, back from kind of, I guess it might've been back when I left Florida, um, my, my dad started coming out, you know, to visit, like he would fly, um, drive. So every couple, every year, every couple years he would come and he'd visit or he'd get me there to visit him. And it was just kind of like an every year type sort of thing. And then, you know, as life happens and then you have kids and you start a family, things kind of, um, die down a little bit and you don't get to go as much as, you know, you once did or, but I mean, those phone conversations and, and things like that, they still, you know, they still go on and, you know, life. (laughs) Um, so that's really pretty much where things are with them now. I mean, well, I got a good follow-up question to the first, um, and it is actually my second question, not just like a sneak question that I'm bringing in, but, uh, what characteristics do you think you inherited from your parents? Well, my stubbornness, I feel like it's definitely from my dad. My dad's pretty stubborn, dude. Your parents are both pretty stubborn. They are. Um, but my mom is more like spiteful, vindictive, and my dad's like stubborn, like my way or no way. Um, so Yeah, he's, he's pretty stubborn. He's a nice guy, but he puts his foot down. <laughs> my dad's probably one of the coolest people you ever you'll ever meet. Um, but yeah, I definitely think um stubbornness from dad. What else? I hope they're not listening to this. <laughs> but I think I get all my bad traits from my mom. <laughs> well, you know, maybe that's the thing. I get a lot of bad traits from my mom as well. Um, I love my mom. Shout out, mom. Um, but she's different. Yes, yeah, she is. She's different. <laughs> she is. And I don't, in, in many, many ways, good and bad. Mm-hmm. I think that's why i'm so cool because i got the best of both worlds <laughs> well that's what i like <laughs> i i was thinking that your mom is stubborn but it's not really stubborn let's say driven we'll, we'll oh, turn that's it into a good a one yeah not make it not sound like a bad thing but i think your mom uh when she has her mind made up that she's gonna do something like she's gonna do it mm-hmm. and nobody's gonna she's do. gonna prove to everybody that she can and she will do what she's gonna do yeah yeah all right. All right, cool. So back to you, I guess. All right, my turn again. So this next category is um, questions specific to your romantic relationship. Oh, owl. All right, my question is, what is my most tra- attractive quality? I knew you were going to ask that question. <laughs> you didn't. I did. <laughs> I, I know you all too well. Um, so I was prepared for this one. Oh, geez. So we'll, Let me we'll, pick a different nah, one. <laughs> uh-uh, we'll talk physically and mentally. Um, so I would say uh, your most attractive quality is just like your uh, genuine kindness in your heart and your sincerity and how you care and feel for other people. Um, you kind of got like, not with me, but you kind of got like a little mother, motherly instincts and you want to see people do well and um maybe people don't always see that but i think the people that know you 
well. Um, they know that and see that and you really care about being a mother and you really care about being a wife and a good wife and um, all those things. And then, I mean, as far as physically, if you guys don't know this by now, but I really love my wife's hair. <laughs> all the thick, long inches of her hair. That sounds dirty. <laughs> but I do, I, I very much love that my wife has long, thick hair and i get really aggressive when someone is to cut it off crystal i knew you were gonna bring her up remind you of that (laughs) in case you decide to do her hair anytime soon no but i definitely i I love your hair and your eyes and your smile um and your your eyes your little chinese looking eyes you got little squinty eyes i do have little um but I love them, and you got a big gummy smile, and you like to show your teeth, and which is that's like, also from my dad's side, by the way. It's funny because I kind of even <laughs> like do it now when I take pictures, and I never show my teeth. Ask my mom; I always smirked and grinned. No, in pictures. I remember that when but we first got together. Next to you, I'm like, you if you don't smile, why are you all not your smiling? teeth all the time? And I'm sitting here grinning. <laughs> um, so very much attracted to your smile and your eyes and your hair and your booty. You know, so yeah. Oh, okay, Thanks but I knew question. you were going to ask that no, question. No, you didn't. I did. <laughs> um, do you believe in a traditional male slash female roles in a relationship? Yes, women. Okay, I'm a sh- chauvinist. Is that the word? No, feminist. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yes and no. Uh, we talk about this sometimes when it comes to... We did, and I remember getting upset. <laughs> you did get a little upset, I, but I, I, I don't um, I don't really understand it because I, I don't, uh, I guess I don't see it so much in a traditional way of like, well, women are supposed to be the housewives and they're supposed to take care of everything and men are supposed to work and come home with their, their food on the table cooked. Like, actually, I did read a friend of mine on Facebook made a post about, like, how he came home and his kids would, like, eat some of the food off his plate. And he was pissed because he's a working man and he works and he's supposed to come home and, his, you know, his plate's supposed to be ready. So, you know, I think there are extremes of everything. And I, I'm not on the extreme side of that. But generally, you have to understand that I was raised in a house where my mom was a housewife and my dad went to work every day um and he also was a dj so he worked really hard so we didn't need things um and my mom worked really hard in the house so i think that i don't necessarily you know maybe i don't help as much around the house as i should and it's not because i feel like i'm a man and i'm not supposed to because I lived in a house where I was kind of spoiled and babied and it was done for me um, a lot of the time. And so that's kind of what I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that generally women are better at cleaning and organizing and handling business. Like that's just men are usually like in the moment <laughs> and mm-hmm. they're not thinking about you know, this and that, they're just kind of in a hurry to do everything. And that's how we tend to be. Um, but I, 
I'm kind of like that. I, I do think that both people need to work and both people need to provide. And I think it, it goes with that. So when you, when we lived in Elkton before and you worked, um, you know, we, you still did more than me, but I tried to help you with things. And then we went, when we went to PA and I was working and you weren't, then yeah, I kind of was like, well, I go to work every day. I expect you to kind of, if you're going to stay home, <laughs> do these things. So, um, you know, s- some of my opinions on that may bother some people. Uh, I, I still th- tend to lean towards like it's a little bit more of the woman's workload to get done. I'm never going to be good at laundry. I'm never going to be good at laundry either. So, <laughs> Yeah, I know that. <laughs> and I've accepted that about you. You know that as much as it drives me crazy. Um, so, no, I, I don't see it as a traditionalist, but I guess I'm old school to an extent in my ways. So don't start sending me hate mail about oh. how CJ thinks women have to cook and clean. See, maybe that's a debate we'll get into on another episode. I can think of plenty of guests to mm-hmm. bring on for that topic. What else you got for me for romantic relationship questions or did you ask me to that was two i circled three i wasn't gonna ask the first one i just circled it but um you can go ahead since i already asked the two all right so what what is my most attractive quality because i had the same question your beard babe i didn't even have a beard until like (laughs) five years ago or something um Look at this. My wife doesn't know what she loves about I me. love everything about you. Like, your face. That sounds like a cop-out. <laughs> sounds like you don't know. Your big nose. It's like, um... I don't know. I think when I... F- okay, so I've known you since we were, like, 13. Um, But, like, when I... When we kind of, like, linked back up and we started getting to know each other again, like... You had this really annoying, um, like, cockiness to you. Mm. Like, you were really cocky, and it, like, got on my nerves, but it was also, like, kind of attractive at the same time, I guess. Because I was like, oh, he's cute, but, like, he knows he's cute. So Mm. it's, like, annoying, but it's kind of hot at the same time. (laughs) That still exists. I know, and you have it now, which is super (laughs) annoying. So, like, that never went away. Um, And then, of course, like, you're half black. And, like, black people age perfectly. And I feel like you're still, like, this hot, like, hunk of a man sitting in front of me right now. So. Yeah, hunk. That dad bod. Yeah, it's hot, babe. And plus, you've, like, your features have, like, gotten. I don't know. I mean, you just. You're like aging like fine wine. That's great to hear. (laughs) All the extra weight I put on. It's cute. Nice. Yeah, my mom always because like looking back at pictures and stuff, I'm like, ew, look how scrawny he was. Like, why was I attracted to that? And now I'm like, first of all, like all your ex boyfriends are scrawny. We're not talking about them right now. We're talking about you. For scrawny, you were scrawny too. I was. Now I got a whole mom bod and. <laughs> yeah. I got a sickness. For the thickness. Okay. 
Um, well, good. That makes you smile. You struggled. So it's debatable if you really knew, but you figured it out. I mean, that's just not something that you think about like on a daily basis. So like you have I to kind of just stare at you. And you're I'll be lying. Like, I'll be like, oh, baby. you're lying. Your lips. And they're little. You don't even have big lips. So like your smile and your eyes, your little cheekies. You know what I mean? You're such a liar. <laughs> Definitely. So, okay. This is interesting. Okay. Um, this is going to be a good question because, yeah. So, oh <laughs> how much time alone or with friends do you feel do you, that you need in our relationship? Um, that I need? Uh, honestly, I feel like I don't need a lot of time with friends because... I mean, all the friends that I do have, like, I keep in touch with regularly through texts or messages or, or whatever, like, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, for instance, the other, when was it, last week? Um, I went to lunch with Jess, and I had a great time. I mean, we were only going for, like, an hour, you know, but it was still kind of like when I got home, I was like, Oh, I felt like I needed that. Like, I felt like I needed to get away from a little while or for a little while, you know, like no kids pulling at my pants saying, Oh mom, this, I'm mom that I need this. I want this. Can you do this? Can I have this? Can I have a snack? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? So then I don't know. It just felt nice to like get out for a little bit. So it's not so much that I necessarily like want it a lot, but like, I definitely feel like, after going with her and like seeing what, like, I feel like we don't, neither one of us get out as much as we probably should with our friends, but, um, I don't know. It definitely made me think about like future friend dates, you know, like we probably do at some point need to get away. I mean, that's definitely normal. Like I, I have friends who get out with friends on on a normal basis but with life and work and kids it's hard to maneuver around that stuff so yeah um but yeah i think i think it's probably something that maybe we get a schedule going and schedule not really i don't mean like a schedule but like here and there like take a friend out or yeah you know i mean when you work together and you live together, mm-hmm. and you raise kids together, you do a podcast together, you might need some time apart. Yeah. We I did agree. when you started working with me, at least you got your own office. True. So we could. That wasn't by choice, though. You made me have my own office. <laughs> For this reason. <laughs> I knew that we would need time. Right, not, right, right. Not next to each other, especially when we're arguing about something at work mm-hmm. that we don't see eye to eye on how it should be done. Okay. Um, it's your turn. Next category. All right. These are the intimate questions. You changed your voice. <laughs> All right. First question is, how high do you rank sex in a relationship on a scale of 1 to 10? 10 being the most important thing. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm just gonna go ahead and be honest and say that it's it's up there. Uh, I don't. It's not the most the most important thing, but I think it's in like the top three most important things in a relationship. 
and we've had this conversation. We will, I'm sure, have it again. We'll probably have it on this podcast one day. Uh, but generally, um, I mean, I'm a very sexual person, so it's going to be important to me. But I think more so than just sex, and I've we've had this conversation before, it's just intimacy in general, I think, is important. Um, you know, we have a busy life and we run a business and, you know, we always have something going on and sports for kids and meetings for kids. And, and I think it's important that we have time with just the two of us and whether that's just going out and eating dinner. Um, and you know me, I'm super touchy. So even if it's just sitting around watching a movie and, like rubbing your hair and, you know, cuddling up a little bit. I, I think it's crucial to any relationship that you have um, intimacy. And I think that that's obvious in like evidence is, I mean, that you look at relationships and like people who aren't having sex in their relationships are usually on like the fringe of, you know, problems. I don't want to say divorce always, but they're going through problems. And I think, you know, everybody needs a release and everybody needs to, you know, get those hormones and things out of their body. So, um, I, you know, I don't think it's 10. I don't think it's the most important thing, but I think it's top three for sure. Yeah. And people will get to understand that better throughout these episodes. That we record. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what do I do that really turns you on? Oh, God. <laughs> I know there's not much, so don't, you know, what don't do strain you do or anything. That really turns me on. This is interesting because it's not really your I know. thing, right? Um, I, well, I mean, like when you walk around the house in, you know, a t shirt and panties, that, that definitely uh, gets me turned on. <laughs> Gets gets the blood flowing a little <laughs> bit, um, and I guess just like when you're like so sometimes not very often, but sometimes you're playful. So if it's been a while, um, or you're just moody that day, let's say, um, you'll be really touchy and kind of playful, and it's kind of the opposite of how you normally are. You're not like really touchy in general. So I think that when you are like that, um, definitely, it definitely turns me on. Sometimes I'm like skeptical of, I'm like, what are you <laughs> playing games? Like, you get me all excited for no reason. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely walking around in your underwear, even with the kids in the house, poor kids. Um, and yeah, when you're touchy and playful and um, kind of throwing out those little little hints on your own I guess is um the big one because like it's not very often that you're like babe it's it's you know it's time <laughs> and when you do I'm like shit let's go like what are we doing like this is let's go so um yeah those those two uh those two things I would say all right. It's my turn. Yep. All right. Let's bring sexy back because that's what this says. It says bring in sexy back. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you the same question of how high do you rank sex in a relationship on a scale of one through ten? Because I am curious how important you think it is in a relationship. 
No, I do. I, I do think it's important. Um, like you said, I don't think it's like 10 out of 10 important, but I mean, I feel like there are so many other things, um, that life brings. And I feel like with some people, it's like a top priority, like above other life things. Um, so like sometimes, you know, jobs, you know, work, virtual school, you know, life, um, worrying about everyday things, bills. Like sometimes I, I do think that, you know, gets in the way of thinking about it every single day. So, um, but like on a, you know, a relationship scale of it. Like I do believe it's important. I do believe it's important to have intimacy in your relationship. I do think it's important, um, to have that connection with your partner. Um, I just, I also think that it's just, sometimes it's hard to maneuver sometimes if you can understand what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Um, the next question, because there were some that I already know the answer to, so I didn't even bother. Right. Um, when am I sexiest to you? Wow. This might sound weird. Okay. Shoot. But it kind of like, I feel like you're the sexiest when I'm watching you be a dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Like, I don't know. Like, like, sometimes, like, when I see you with the kids and, like... You're doing, like, playing around with them, and you're, you know, like, I don't know, the way, just the way I'm seeing you interact with them, and I just sometimes look at you, I'm like, mm, look at that sexy dad over there, like, in his little jogger sweatsuit and, and beard, and he's just the greatest person in life right now, taking care of his kids and his responsibilities, and I can't wait to get him to that bedroom later. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Oh man, the kids and I are gonna spend in circles <laughs> tomorrow, and maybe walk to the playground a little bit. And now I know, I know the insider information. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My turn again. Yeah. All right. So I think that pushes us into the next category. With it, this might be the last one. It is. Okay. Uh, so this one is the questions about having kids. And how to raise them. Right. Mm. Um, so the first question is, how many kids did you think, like, did you foresee us having before we got, like, when we got, when we got together? Like, it was pretty quick when we had Jaden, or when I got pregnant with Jaden. I think we were dating, like, three months. Mm. And bam, I was pregnant. <laughs> so I guess maybe, like, at the beginning, like, when did you, or how many kids did you see us having at the beginning? What, in the be? In the beginning, I didn't see us having kids. Like, it was the beginning. No, I mean, like, after, I just said after I had Jaden. To like, be like, oh, how many kids am I have with this woman? Um, I had hoped one, <laughs> to be honest with everyone in the uh, listening <laughs> and to you. Um, no, I mean, I think I always, like, kind of just thought, like, oh, I'm going to have two kids, boy and a girl. Not like we got a choice in that, right? But that's just the dumb thing people don't have a boy and a girl you know no we got lucky we did have a boy and then a girl y yeah but you didn't stop <laughs> you kept wanting more um but no i i think 
two is probably what I thought would be the max. And I and I did to be honest with everyone, I, I did know that we were gonna have one kid very quickly. Um, you and I debated this last week, but it was it was obvious to anyone around that you wanted a baby. You didn't really I mean, I'm not saying you trapped me or you set me up or anything, but you definitely your some of your friends had kids and like you could just tell that you wanted to have a child soon, sooner than later. Um, and then I said, if whatever happens, happens. So Jane happened and that's why it happened so quick. <laughs> but, um, two, I, I, I seen two and, uh, I fought Carter for a while, um, because I just thought three would be too much and overwhelming. Um, and I love Carter and he, you know, it's perfect little imperfect family. <laughs> I do think three is a little too much. <laughs> still think three is a little too much um but we make it work and we figure it out and um you know yeah and he's like the most like me so it kind of worked out but i would have said two prior all right what do you think the worst mistakes parents can make when raising a child Oh man, um, worst mistake parents can make, um, not disciplining their children. Um, and you know, and I I will say, uh, let's leave that broad. I'll say just however you feel you should discipline them, but just being consistent and following through and, um, having consequences and measurable consequences. And maybe this is the working with children in me. Um, but too many people like give their kids a lot of threats and like, Oh, if you do this, like this is what's going to happen. And like my kids know, you know, like I'm not saying we're perfect parents by any means, but Uh -uh. if I say, Hey, bring your grades up or you're not going to have an Xbox, you're not going to have an Xbox, you know? So, Uh um, excuse me. And I think just enabling, Um, people who enable their kids, uh, whether that be, you know, they get in trouble in school and it's always the teacher's fault or Mm -hmm. in sports, they're not, you know, they're not playing and it's the coach's fault. Um, and you see consistencies in this, um, throughout all these things, you know, like typically this kid that's struggling at school was also struggling (laughs) at sports. It's not always the case, but, um, just a lot of the times the parents don't want to accept that, you know, their kid has some flaws. We all do. We all have flaws. Our kids have flaws. And, um, I think as parents, we tend to be defensive towards our parents and we want to protect them. Um, but a lot of people just enable their kids. Um, they allow them to get away with things that they shouldn't and they don't hold them accountable. And, um, you know, that'll creep up on you fast mm-hmm. if you if you don't do it. Yeah. Um, so I have the same question for you. Oh, God. <laughs> um, what do you think is the worst mistake that parents can make raising a child? Um, well, it's kind of funny because, like, I kind of thought about my, like, when I chose these questions, I thought about my answers. <laughs> like, as I, I was like, oh, this could be his answer. But, like, oh, I would probably, you know, make this mistake. But it, it was honest, like, it was actually the same 
kind of like not holding your kids accountable for like their actions just because I've seen so, um, you know, working with kids and throughout the school and having our own kids, like, um, not holding your child accountable for their actions is like a pretty, you know, if you just let things go and, you know, it, it doesn't teach them anything. It, it sets them up for failure in the future. So that's one of the, that's one of the big things, um, that I thought was important for a child to be successful as they got older yeah. is to holding themselves accountable for their actions. And, you know, that's got to be instilled in you. you. You don't just pick that up out of nowhere. You've got to be taught that. And right. it's an, it's an important thing to teach your kids when they're young. Okay. So we agree on something. Yeah. Starting off the show in a good <laughs> way. So uh, my next question is um, how important do you feel that, uh, spending time with each other is being a parent. So, you know, like by ourselves. Yeah. Just, so just, just the two of us, um, you know, because people can feel, feel guilty because you're a parent and you know, all my time is supposed to be about my kids. How important do you think it is that we have me time or us time? No, like I, like I kind of said a little bit ago, um, I think it's really important for, for people to, to still have, you know, that connection with the two of, you know, there still needs to be time for the two of you, because if not, like, how does your marriage go on? Like, how does your intimate life improve? Or how does it get better? Or how does it stay the same? Or, you know, if there's no time for us, then there's no time for a marriage, I guess. Like, what are we just roommates? Like, what are we just hanging out together, taking care of kids. Like there's gotta be, Yeah. how do you keep the attraction there? You know, like, Oh, that's my best friend CJ. We just take care of these kids together. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's very important or else I feel like you'll kind of start to grow apart, you know? Yeah. And I mean, we try and like at least twice a month do something. With no, we do. I think we have a pretty decent, like yeah, intimate life or like, time together without kids like I do like thanks to thanks to your mom like and a couple of our close friends who keep our kids for us like yeah you know I without them uh, I mean my family's all in Illinois and West Virginia like I mean without the close few people that we have that help us out with that like I don't know I don't know where we (laughs) yeah and I, I mean I'm going to be selfish for a minute, but I like, it's important to me. I, I mean, I definitely, you know, I'm not like an every weekend Mm-mm. guy, but like if we can't get out and have some like time with the two of us, like I'll start I, for lack of antsy. better word. Like I'll get a little jealous and be like, yo, like, all right, cool. Like it's my turn to <laughs> we have got mom. these kids that you wanted, but like, can we go out and enjoy ourselves? And you know, and we made the boom boom room because it's, it's for us. It's right, our little room yeah. to come down here and sit in front of the fireplace and watch movies. And it's a kid free zone, um, mm-hmm. and that's not working out so far. There's a lock on that door. We could start locking it. And they're in bed, right? So we've yeah, so this we haven't. This bed, has been so. a whole like almost hour of uninterrupted. <laughs> beautiful yeah peaceful time so yeah well that's it that was good that was the end of the questions so was all that stress worth it for those 10 questions that you stressed about all day no i'm good one one too bad huh 
No. No. So, yeah, anyway, today's episode was pretty light. We wanted, I mean, it's long, it's lengthy. We're almost into an hour here, but we did want, we wanted you guys to get to know us. If you didn't know us, uh, hopefully we get some listeners who aren't our friends and hopefully our friends that maybe know us a little bit, but not super well, uh, get a better idea of what life is like in this house. Um, we are going to immediately get started with episode two, jumping right into some juicy topics. So we'll have a post up this week. Um, we've already made a couple posts asking for topics and asking what you guys are interested in hearing um, discussions about. And we're definitely going to jump right into that stuff. But we just felt like it was important that you guys get to know us um, and understand us a little bit before you get our perspectives on things. Uh, it's a little easier to understand a perspective if you know a little bit about the person sharing it, right? Mm-hmm. So, anything else you want to say? No, I'm good. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, so we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media. Like I said earlier, it's at Tell Podcast Do Us Part. Um, you can also tweet us at Tell Podcast Show. Uh, website's www.tellpodcastdoespart.com. And email is tellpodcast2spart at gmail.com. So make sure you guys reach out to us. Give us some feedback. Tell us the show was too long. Tell us it was boring. <laughs> Whatever it may be, good or bad. We want to know how to improve this thing so we can do better. Um, but we look forward to seeing you guys next week or talking to you guys next week. And uh, also getting in some juicy subjects and bringing some guests on the show. Yeah, don't forget, um, let us know on social media if you're interested so we can kind of reach out and get you on here yeah all right guys peace out thanks for hearing listening see you guys